Hello everybody. Welcome to the Early 20s podcast. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Sodi, your host for the week. As always I'm joined by Gani and Shubhankar. Currently I'm I'm in London. Gani is joined from Delhi and Shubhankar is joined from Singapore. What's up guys? Yo, what's How's up? How's it going? Good man, good good. Saturday evening just came back from a run, had dinner. When How long was it? It was pretty long, twenty-eight kilometers. Uh, that's a nice start. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. So, what about you, Kenny? I just noticed that I'm making the podcast from three different cities. Like mm-hmm. three different podcasts. One was from uh, Bangkok. The other one was from uh, Phnom Penh, and this one's from uh, New Delhi. The next one will probably be from Guwahati. So, everything nice. I'll be able to keep it up for the entire duration of like for the rest of the year. I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice, nice. Sounds interesting. Cool. I think with that, I'll jump on to the thing that I want to talk about today. That is execution. So, I think all of us have. All of us are obviously a week into the new year. Uh, we have had sort of. We made our plans. We have made our resolutions. We made our goals for the year. We know what we want to go for. We know what we know what we want to work for. Uh, and and I think it it'll make sense to sort of speak about. uh how we do it and sort of what are the problems we face and if if there are other people out there who relate to these problems and uh, who might who might have sort of sort of have a discussion with them and uh, yeah so sort of my first question there is uh what 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 do you guys for you what have been like the common pitfalls in the past which have stopped you from uh stopped you either stopped or or at least at least like brought you sort of down and then and slowed you down uh, while you're pursuing your goals so is that question clear shubhankar do you want to start go ahead yeah i guess i was thinking about it when i was uh, wrapping up the 2018 blog uh and i realized that what i do when i set goals for the year is i don't uh, accommodate for a lot of variables i make goals based on the current frame of mind i am in like on to december 26th that's what i'm thinking about i'm not thinking about different uh, the tree tree branches that my life can go into and that's why a lot of my goals uh, weren't completed in 2018 because yeah the goals were not aligned uh, and along the way my life changed my priorities changed so what i tried to do this time round was like keep the goals broad enough that they can be executed uh, wherever my life goes into because this is a time of a lot of flux for me personally so that's one thing but uh, when when i talk about that that's the part of goal setting right uh, but when it comes to execution the major pitfall I, i see with myself is about losing interest in that activity what happens is with any with any new life skill that you learn it's it's a curve and it plateaus after a certain point of time and the amount of effort you have to go from 2x to 3x and the amount compared to the amount of effort you have to go from 10x to 11x that's uh, very different and i'm i'm very excited in the initial part when the learning curve is steep but it becomes as it uh, plateaus it's difficult so that's one thing i struggle at keeping the habit going when it's getting tougher to improve i have seen this with uh, when i tried to skateboard i i was trying to build a regular habit of 
trying out tricks in the skate park and in the initial parts like <laughs> learning to cruise is really easy and then going down the uh, pipe is really easy but then trying to ollie is like 200% tougher than that and it took it requires a lot of effort uh and that's where i struggled like putting in effort when you are at a certain level in so, a way you're saying that once you post the the first 80 85 90% of a skill hmm. uh, you've sort of gotten past that uh, early win stage because as we know we can in in i think most skills we can get up to a decent level with a pretty less effort and yeah. and i think post that is is that the sort of time when you when you would have to put in like multiple multiple hundreds of hours of work to yeah. uh, maybe progress even a little bit mm-hmm. i think it's a, like a mixture of a few things actually um like uh, when you're learning something new uh, um you might find it easy you might find it tough but when you actually learn it you find it easy like you're like oh this is so obvious so when you actually start oling maybe you start saying that it is actually very easy to do and actually very easy mm-hmm. to learn like you discount whatever you learning you've already done Um, yeah no but i think i think the uh, i agree with your point gani but i think the pitfall that uh, that i'm at least noticing here is that basically once there is no feedback so initially when you start cruising mm-hmm. uh, on a skateboard for example if you're able to cruise for a couple of meters you feel good the next day if you're able to cruise for 4 meters you feel better because you see progress and i think with anything that i uh, learn if i am able to see that progress if i am able to see that okay i would able to do 10 push ups today and then do 11 tomorrow uh, then i see that progress so that keeps me going that keeps me sort of internally motivated but uh, i agree the fact that once i am able to do 50 push ups i'll think that oh doing 10 push ups is so easy i mean why what was i what the hell was i doing there but going but, from 50 to 60 is really tough yeah because the 50 to 60 would take you i don't know maybe a year of practice and you're just doing one increment over uh, i don't know a couple of months maybe i mean this is an example i don't know how difficult it is to actually do 51 push ups more than 50 push ups but i was training a browsing through twitter today so uh, i saw this series i think it was by sohil doshi or naval ravikant it was by some twitter guru he went like um it's it's not goals uh, we need its uh, systems yep so goals only reward you when you achieve the goals which might be like six months down the year like losing 10 kilos and you don't get the rewards immediately while if you have a system that you want to lose weight uh, you eat less every day and you get those rewards and dopamine faster maybe that keeps you aligned with what you're doing sure yeah. uh, another maybe reframing of that could be that sort of i uh, think about more is essentially uh, have i mean i mean i'm a person who works with like long goals like i'd 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 have a goal which is which is it cannot be done in two months it will be done in six months or a year or something but uh, but then i'll try to have sort of a measurable quantity inside it which i can see growing so that sort of becomes a micro goal for me which can motivate me from a day to day basis i maybe it's similar to a system uh, is that is that sort of what you're pointing at or are you saying something something more having uh, daily habits compared to goals yep in fact i was listening to this podcast by tim ferris today and he mentioned the exact same thing uh, about goals versus pathways he was calling it pathways instead of systems uh, this podcast was with stewart brand and this guy also makes 
pathways and not goals like goals are really long term mm. what you should be doing is micro goals micro goals micro goals and then uh, make your way through them uh, week over week or daily uh, and that that's been more rewarding uh, to both tim ferris and stuart brown yeah mm. agree nice so uh, when you when you talk of these pathways or systems so uh, so basically you uh, have sort of a vision that you want to be or like a sort of a direction that you want to go uh and then you sort of define habits or uh micro goals is that is that how is how is it or am i am i misunderstanding something yeah that's how uh i get started at least uh so if i have to give an example of how i'm pursuing my full marathon goal it's uh it's that i have to complete 42 kilometers by this date and uh going at the current rate of progress of my mileage this is how much i have to complete in january and this is how much i have to complete in february and if i have to complete these many kilometers in january this is how i have to plan my week out and if this is how i have to plan my week out this is how i have to plan my workouts and this is how i have to plan my nutrition so it's a very top down kind of an approach these many days is how i need uh, how much i need rest uh, on these days i need to do uh, foam rolling over my legs so everything trickles down from the top top goal top level goal and then this is just the goal setting part after that you obviously have to iterate and change and uh, modify on the go but yeah that's how i do it i'll summarize the pitfalls that i go through when i'm executing and how i go around those pitfalls what are my accountability mechanisms so i told that basically when i get to 80% achieving the last 20% is more and more difficult but how i try to go about that is i define the top level goals then i uh, define micro goals and then i try to go around those micro goals at a daily level and then i build accountability mechanisms around those so that i don't miss them uh, yeah and thinking of them as pathways not as goals is what i'm trying to do uh, over the next year or so nice yeah that that makes sense uh kenny would you would you like to take a stab at that question okay um um i was just thinking about this so uh for me i think uh i i i can't like things i it's very uh zero or one for me either i'm into it completely or i'm completely out of it so uh most of the goals that i achieve happen when i become completely paranoid and obsessed about it whatever that might be so uh um i can give things my attention but uh if i give things attention i give it a lot of attention i'm able to build that uh what do you call it the rhythm and the obsession about that particular goal i'm able to achieve it so um yeah uh sure and but th- for example you mentioned that if you are able to cultivate that so what would be sort of some circumstances wherein you're not able to cultivate that in a, so my in in a sense for example i'll i'll i can i can maybe answer that question for myself i think for me the biggest pitfall is procrastination and mm-hmm. uh, uh and and that sort of leads to me losing interest or me losing motivation which is sort of me not being able to cultivate 
uh, the rhythm if i sort of draw an analogy between our uh, between our approaches so um yeah so i think mm-hmm. for me for me it's me if i if i lose uh, what happens for me if i if i do not have a good start in the morning and 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 a good start in the morning is very subjective we can go in, into that but if i do not have a good start in the morning and and i if i'm just not doing some stuff and then i just feel that okay i'll just do it tomorrow like classic procrastination and if i if i if i am back from work uh, i had a tiring day which is typically almost every day i mean it's a it's quite some time that you spend at work and and i can i i can i'll go for the run tomorrow i'll do the workout tomorrow uh, so i think for for me procrastination is sort of the biggest hurdle uh, how i how i sort of try and navigate it, it is that i have figured out one thing about me is that morning routines affect me a lot um and i cannot emphasize enough on how much they affect me so uh so i've sort of I've sort of made, made it very constrained on me to do x y and z in the morning which is typically um like in in a certain order like i i i get up brush my teeth and then i'll i'll go take a bath uh, and while typically taking the bath i'll i'll listen to certain certain things that make my day better which is typically les brown his motivational speaker uh some other people that i enjoy listening to uh, post which uh, i typically wake up pretty late so i have to rush to my work but uh, what i i have like a 30 minute commute and i can listen to some podcasts then so if i get this start on a typical work day i see that i am able to perform better at work i procrastinate less because i feel like uh i i feel more excited about life i feel that i have to do things and i feel and i am able i am able to do things not just not just that i feel that way um so yeah so that's that's something that works for me in fact for procrastination there's there's this one um, nice blog post that i found which is which gives you sort of a poster and um, and sort of three pathways you can take so if you feel that you're procrastinating you're supposed to take any one of those uh, pathways do a certain list of activities that the poster says and i th- i've i've not tried it out like like n number of times but i've tried it out like 3 4 number 3 4 times and it works well for me uh, so it leaves me with a good mood i'll i'll post that link in the in the show notes mm-hmm. it works pretty well for me i've just tried it out in the last week and um, yeah so that's sort of so i i understand your answer to um the the fact that you you are you are once you are motivated once you are into something um you just you're just totally into it and and that's and that's a that's a strength that's a very big strength um mm-hmm. but the sort of the thing that i'm trying to understand here is that um yeah i mean what what derails you from the initial rhythm because because if you because initially if you put something out on a goal list sometimes i understand that maybe we just put out things because uh we feel some sort of peer social some pressure to do it and internally mm-hmm. down we don't really want to do it um and, I, and in that case it's fine but i think there are a lot of cases where we where we want to do something uh we put it out there but then maybe we don't look it for a look at it for a month and then after a month it's all really gone so we don't really feel for it anyway uh any any longer and and it just fades away slowly so yeah so what is it for that's the question yeah that's 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 the, okay. yeah. so i think the lack lack of patience um i am very impatient i think i need to be rewarded immediately so um if 
there's a lack if there's a lack of patience and if uh, i don't really uh, identify with the mission then i'll probably not be producing enough output so i don't think i am as productive on every day like when i was working uh, earlier i wasn't i didn't have the same level of productivity every day but i could get a lot of things done on some days compared to others and i think a lot of people work that way yeah. so like our industry allows us to not have deadlines which is a good thing so um, as long as we know what we're doing and why we're doing it we're able to do it but for personal goals uh, there is lack of external accountability so for example like i was running every day my parents in guwahati but then since i started traveling that thing went away and i'm not running anymore which is which sucks so um yeah i think uh, i i need to build some patience and some discipline because uh, i can't really count on uh, getting uh, like mania for everything or like getting obsessed about everything that i want to do in life so yeah i need to build patience and uh, discipline Mm-hmm. Uh, so, continuing on the uh, procrastination uh, point you raised about, right? Yeah, sure. Uh, uh, to discuss that. There's, Go ahead. There's this uh, nice TED talk by Tim Urban, yeah, author yeah. of mm-hmm. Wait But Why, Inside the Mind of a Master Procrastinator. I think a lot of people have read that or watched that. But there's, yeah. another, uh, there's another good TED talk by Adam Grant, uh, author of Originals. Really good book. But this guy, Adam Grant, says that he is... what he follows is anti procrastination or or some weird weird thing uh, where he feels that to counter the procrastination uh, the pitfall what he does is he starts the task and once he starts the task it sets something in his mind that he has to finish it and that can be a 2 minute task like creating an ad, like creating a task on your evernote or on your air table or wherever you do that or writing it down on your diary uh, but once you do that you don't procrastinate anymore like that's also a nice uh, technique you can follow i really isn't, really agree with that sorry. i mean yeah sorry go ahead uh only wanted to say isn't like a new year's resolution something very similar to procrastination uh you're in december this year isn't working for me maybe i start doing this from the next year or like this day isn't working for me i start next day so yeah so in for some people yes yeah i think, I I think it depends on how you look at it in in a yeah. sense that it in how i mean even for me uh, i would have felt that okay i didn't do xyz this year and uh, what should i do uh, i should do it next year but but i think i think another way to look at it is that it's an opportunity to introspect and uh, and to sort of make better of the yeah. of the coming time that you have yeah yep like i was thinking even more about this and then i see people at our age they have bucket lists what is that about hmm. should we have bucket lists of small goals or should we have life goals like what do we do in 10 years do you guys have 10 year goals mm no not me i don't have 10 year goals i have something that i want to do in my life but i all of those things i don't feel very strongly about but uh, i feel that it will be it will be an amazing feat to achieve for myself and it'll be an amazing thing to work for like for example one of my sort of life goals is to um swim the english channel because that sounds like a as far as i've researched which is uh, i'd say one day of research uh, but one day of a lot of youtube watching on what people did and blah 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 but it's it seems very exciting and very 
like i mean i mean only 2000 people in the world have done it like uh yeah hmm. uh, comparing it to the london marathon which is run by i don't know 40000 every year so uh hmm. it's a very stark and so i think that's something that i that's something that i'd love to do there are people who like worked for 5 years 10 years for the english trial swim because it's uh, pretty difficult and also very uncertain um so that's sort of a life goal but i don't really have like a 10 year goal or something like that yeah, yeah. me neither yeah i don't have life goals i i have a list of places i want to visit but that's about it i don't have life goals i generally I mean, fairly... don't think about that stuff okay hmm. visiting places seems fairly easy you get on a plane and they take you there <laughs> yeah i mean yeah. Places, i i don't know why it's uh uh appreciate it so much when someone goes out to travel like it's very comfortable you want flying the plane you want uh, i don't know yeah but traveling is kind of going out of your comfort zone and for a lot of people right maybe you've gotten around it because you travel so much but for a lot of people it's going out of your comfort zone and that's a difficult thing I to think do i'll try to travel less this year <laughs> nice as a nice trip Okay. Anyway, uh, oh. I think going back to uh, what uh, Shivanka you mentioned. Uh, so I I typically follow at least at work I follow uh, I try and follow the Pomodoro technique, which is like the twenty five minute um, attention focus mm-hmm. period, five minutes of break, stuff like that. I think we discussed mm-hmm. this uh, in previous yeah. forest app. <laughs> forest app also is another uh, sort of mm-hmm. way to do Pomodoro. Yeah, that was really interesting. Mm-hmm. uh so uh, what i found really helpful was uh whenever i feel like uh, not doing something uh i try to force myself to do one pomodoro of the of that thing which is 25 minutes uh be it at work and also sometimes when i'm when i'm at home i'm trying to do something i'd say that uh let's do one pomodoro and then and then let's decide i think another thing that i think jocko willing said which uh, really uh, like rhymes with me is that um uh, if you want to take a break today then procrastinate the break till tomorrow and then <laughs> still want to take a break on the second day uh then take the break like because you might need rest uh, so you used to be you essentially talking about workouts and you essentially talk about training and blah 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 and um, you felt that because a lot of time at least for me it happens that i after work i don't feel like working out or running and i feel like okay let's let's just take a break today and then i'll do it tomorrow um but then this really comes in handy there you you do it today and then if you still want to take a break tomorrow you go ahead and take a break um, delayed gratification yeah it really works for me so yeah sure uh, 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 how about this uh, yeah how would we start doing whatever we want before our work and then we when we go to work we'll do our work anyway because that is the thing that puts food on the table I yeah. think that's what I strive for every day, but mm-hmm. so, uh, so I think that's my problem. But so the way I look at it is that even if I didn't wake up, I do as much as I can. So I'm I've been trying to uh, start meditating now, uh, starting this year. So if so, I I just need like ten minutes for my meditation. So if I wake up just ten more ten minutes earlier, then I can I can meditate, and mm-hmm. that's one thing cross off my list. so um yeah so that's sort of my way of doing it uh, 
hopefully and um, i'm i'm sort of working towards it to so, sort of move my waking up time earlier and earlier um, not have not been super successful in the last week uh, but let's see another thing that i uh, so another this is a technique that seinfeld used to follow to jerry seinfeld yeah to keep on uh, to continue on his any general practice that any habit building process what he it's called the streak method so basically you on your whiteboard or on your journal or wherever you map out a big uh, calendar from 1 to 31 for this month and whenever you let's say workout you go and cross off that day and then yeah. when you are four days when you're on a four day streak uh, and you see that cross is still not there it mm. uh, it feels bad uh, from the inside and you try to mm. complete uh, continue that streak so currently on my whiteboard i have two such calendars and i have another uh, another list of wake up times right now so that i can mm. calculate the average wake up time month over month uh, that's the mm. first thing that i do when i wake up right now so and this this calendar strike off technique has been working pretty well for me for the last year or so so recommend must recommend there's also yeah. a mobile application um, which is essentially gives you reminders and it it's for tracking your habits mm-hmm. so mm. it'll give you reminders it essentially the 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 android or the mobile version of the the whiteboard streak that you're maintaining mm. uh, yeah. but also add in like 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 reminders and it'll show you uh, stats and stuff like that yeah. Uh, yeah. so main whatever whatever works for you digital or paper but um, but yeah that that helps yeah a oh, friend uh, suggested this app called uh, fabulous fabulous she says uh, that uh, you can set a goal and like but you have to pick from a list of already existing goals and they already give you sub goals to achieve so that you feel rewarded whenever you do those sub goals and then you mm. work your way up to the bigger goal yeah i think uh, does this app also like sync up with uh, applications like nike running strava duolingo stuff like that maybe i haven't tried it yet i okay okay i think two number like uh, two weeks ago okay okay i think it's the same one wherein uh, so if you you can basically set a goal which says like spend 30 minutes of german on or exercise for three times a week or stuff like that and it automatically i think syncs up so it's not even like you don't have you don't need like a manual input if you're already using stuff like duolingo and strava and stuff like that uh, mm-hmm. yeah in fact product hunt just uh, they they've launched it in beta it's called product hunt makers i'm on their beta yeah. list what what you do there is you set off a bunch of to dos or goals uh, and it's public so people can like comment and track your progress over there so mm. that's kind of social like making it a little more social and uh, bringing it to the public accountability thing how did people uh, do things 20 30 years ago when there was no internet interesting <laughs> i think uh, they probably used stuff like uh, like like today i use a journal and yeah and, mm. and what i do like my i write a journal every day uh, but i think it's more my journal is more about what i want to do tomorrow and that's not really like journaling i think where in mm. people how the day went but anyway i call it let's call it the journal but and when i write my journal my first item every day uh, is and i write it every day but it's it's to see my 2019 goal list and mm. and my goal list is on my evernote but 
I think 30 years back that goal list would be uh, I don't know behind your bathroom thing yeah and and I think I think that even works today I mean uh, I think it will be like for a lot of people uh, for my girlfriend she'll rather prefer her goals to be written down physically in front of her than yeah. be on a digital thingy so because she doesn't she, she just misses that somehow i think that might also be the case for shubankar uh, but mm-hmm. um, so there are people who prefer that so i think maybe 30 years back things were like that uh, i don't know it's just a guess but um, yeah Another shubankar thing. here's an idea for you yeah go ahead you get a tattoo of every goal that you achieve <laughs> in your life <laughs> and uh, every goal you want to achieve yeah yeah but then if you write every goal that you want to achieve then you I don't know. Uh, how do you erase it? Like, how do you actions do you, over intentions? Uh, maybe you write it and then you strike it off. Maybe no, no, no. that seems interesting. Act- actions over intentions. Only completed goals. No, another. Okay. Th- I think what people did thirty years ago, and I saw a video by David Gor- Goggins recently. This was about bringing a a friend or a really close person uh, mm-hmm. up to date with your goals and your progress on a daily or weekly level. so when you put mm. that towel down there's somebody there to call you out and that's really important i feel at least in in workout related or in group mm. group activities at least that mm. works well and that's what we're trying to imitate by doing the instagram daily posts or whatsapp status posts uh, that's basically bringing social element into it Yeah, yeah and, uh, and if you want to involve money in it and sort of want to go hardcore, there are also applications which will, uh, which will basically push you to pledge money to charities mm-hmm. if you not reach your goals. Uh, yeah, you can't really do anything there. So all you do have to do is follow your goal. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Gani. I think you were saying something. I cut you off there. About? Uh, I, I think I mentioned once about the uh, Lakers trying to talk about the. Uh, about uh, the life calendar by Tim Urban, he gives you this calendar for twenty dollars, which fits on your wall, probably smaller, and uh, you get like a box for every day of your life, just to put things in perspective. That even if you live up till ninety, you can fit your entire life on a sheet. And yeah, there's this interesting blog post called the Tail End, which mm. might be very interesting for people listening. It basically like. draws out your mortality on paper and puts you out in your face so that's that's kind of weird but yeah it's necessary nice so i think uh, we spoke a lot a lot about like the common pitfalls we face and the tools yeah. we use uh yeah. help us uh, are there any other tools that you guys want to talk about or uh, should we move on to the next section oh let's move on Okay, we'll start with the rapid fire question. First up is Shubankar. Yo, nice. Don't don't kill me over this question, but yeah, dark chocolate or milk chocolate? <laughs> dark chocolate, dude. Dark chocolate. Dark chocolate. I thought yeah. you'd say no chocolate, man. Ah, uh, good guy. Yeah, you lost. <laughs> dark chocolate. What about you, Gani? Exercise. <laughs> Loser. Milk, milk chocolate. <laughs> nice, nice. I I could have also added white chocolate, but for some reason I didn't think anyone would like that. Mm. Yeah, the second one is a little bit. 
better, I'd say. Um, so, Gani, what's been the best podcast or sort of your favorite podcast that you've heard till date? Um, the Joe Rogan and Elon Musk bit is pretty good, but if you want a series, I would recommend Masters of Scale by uh, Reid Hoffman. No, I'd want to talk about like one single episode. So that'd be the Elon Musk episode with Joe Rogan. Yeah, to be honest, I'm not really into podcasts. I don't really listen to a lot of podcasts. Probably you guys listen to a lot more podcasts than me. So it would be the Joe Rogan, uh, Elon Musk episode. Good, good, yeah. thanks. Uh, maybe we can get Shubhankar's answer and then we can discuss if you want. Yeah, if you want. I think yeah. it's uh, it's Tim Ferriss interviewing Jocko Willink. Oh, come on, it man. Was, uh, it was crazy intense. But why the come on? Uh, I mean, yeah, I, my answer would have been maybe the same. I mean, I uh, for me, it's, <laughs> it's it's either between uh, the the Jocko Willink one or there's another one, another guy called Terry Crews who's uh, like a Hollywood okay. actor and yeah. uh, and a lot of things, but uh, he's I think primarily a Hollywood actor. Uh, no, but the Jocko Willink one was intense and like that opened me up to I agree. I the whole personality of Jocko Willink and then like hmm. and his podcast and whatever he's. Yeah, I'll, we'll we'll put the link there. But like his whole philosophy of life, like how he looks at every day. Uh, I recently listened to a podcast of him of his yesterday, and he talks about unmitigated un unmitigated daily discipline in all things. And that's like oh, crazy. Was, was that like a, was that like a podcast on his? Uh, his yeah, yeah, like the podcast that he puts on his. Those ones are intense. I mean, oh, yeah. he starts with that book piece. <laughs> yeah, like a poem or a story or something. Yeah, I only like heard only a couple of them, and they were like I heard the one with Jordan Peterson, and hmm. yeah, it, it really takes you in a different zone. I think. Hmm. Yep, it's intense. Not for kids. Even the not not for kids. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think the I don't think the Elon Musk podcast was for kids. Um, yeah. So yeah, what Yanni? about it wasn't for kids? Uh, it's like was- really violent and dark and so yesterday somebody asked a question to him about how do i deal with the loss of my child and then he goes into like really deep shit and it takes him mm-hmm. to a different place i mean so this one wasn't want- for kids because the child is already dead <laughs> <laughs> good jokes the first good joke you put out today <laughs> cool next question and i think also uh, jock always Sorry. starts with some sort of war story or war poem mm, mm, mm. and and jock already has like this very intense way of saying things mm. so i mean he does not i mean he, I, I, maybe i should see some of his videos but he does not i don't see him smiling or anything i mean his, all his insta posts are black and white i mean yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> last so, year i did this internship at uh, gojek uh-huh. and we had a mentor who uh, seem pretty serious most of the times and like uh, like very very good person and uh, yeah so he says it's something in the lines, lines of we all want to be warrior poets what does that mean mm. interpret it however you want mm. Mm. okay uh, i'll jump to the <clears> next <throat> one um so this was kani i guess no i've already asked kani this uh, yeah it's shubhankar this time sorry mm. How do you enjoy running? Uh, when I say that, I mean what kind of runs do you enjoy, and uh, like short tempo, speed, uh, on the pavement, on the park, in blah blah blah. Yeah, I, I'll describe my favorite run. It will be a 
12 to 13 kilometer one hour run uh by the beach but not on the beach by the road next to the beach the wind is flowing sideways and so you're in for rio yeah i'm in for rio dude but this is mm-hmm. this is uh i love uh i love uh runs which are decently long but not long enough that tire me out so mm-hmm. in in the 30 minute runs i'm just barely getting into it my mind is still in the things is still involved with the daily tasks and everything work stuff but when i get into like a zone where it's like 1 hour 1 hour 20 uh, i'm now focused into like i'm in the zone and i want to get there uh and i also want it to be solitary so yeah yeah that's my favorite kind of run that makes sense so in a sense that you don't want your body to hurt so much yeah. but you still want to get in that running zone where you're sort of thinking about uh thinking about meta stuff thinking about yeah. starting a podcast thinking about something like <laughs> yeah so the idea to st- interestingly the idea to start a podcast came 2 weeks back when i was on kilometer 25 of a 26 kilometer run so like that mm-hmm. was this that was the time when i was in complete zone and a lot of these ideas like keep firing in your head it's crazy it's funny how it works nice for for what are you getting oh okay um for me uh, ideas usually keep firing in my head and when i'm running they stop so i think it's different there i i don't think when i'm running like for, for a change i mm-hmm. stop thinking mm-hmm. um um yeah so uh, for me the good ones would be when so it hurts for a bit and then it stops hurting and then you just continue running uh i'm sadly a, a treadmill runner so uh uh but yeah uh, like whenever uh, you get into zone and when it stops hurting and then you just continue running beyond whatever time you had set and then but, sort of have that feeling that you can't really there's no need to really stop any time yeah. soon yeah, yeah yeah that's I the agree. zone <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but i don't think when i'm running i'm thinking now i'm thinking a lot of things now i think before i'm running i think after i'm running but when i'm running i'm not really thinking about things Mm-hmm. that's what that's i like about running present you that peaceful time hmm. nice nice so uh one more for today. uh so what would be your favorite body or mind hack uh this would be to getting what would be my favorite body or mind hack if you uh uh I don't know if you're trying to make a big purchase think about it set it uh, off for like two days and then if you still want to go get it. Mm. Oh nice so you it's sort of applying Jocko Willink's principle but to shopping. Yeah. yeah but I don't really shop so I think I'm lying I just probably am reading something off the internet that I saw a few days ago. <laughs> okay. Okay. Fair enough. I'm Honestly, not sure. I have a nice answer. It's I believe a lot in placebo and what i've observed is a lot of my injuries go away just when i think that they are cured so i force myself into thinking that i'm cured and it like randomly goes away it's crazy how it works that's a different uh, kind of placebo i mean but it works and it, it it it's not always just me telling myself sometimes i go to the doctor and the doctor says that you're completely fine and 6 hours after that i'm completely fine I don't understand how that works but it does. 
<laughs> yeah this has happened to me like twice or thrice in the last month or so with injuries nice nice do do you guys mind if i slip in another question yeah. go for it uh so i recently heard i think in the david goggins podcast mm-hmm. uh that running with music is considered cheating uh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah you heard that not really not really a rapid fire question but uh what do you know running with music and then and then he'll say that running with pot or any any hearing aid is cheating right because you're running away from the point is that you you listen thoughts. to your body yeah and you listen to your thoughts and you listen to uh i i honestly appreciate that sometimes for example i sometimes do those guided uh, andy putikam runs at face mm. and they sort of really push you to think about how your foot is landing think about what sounds are coming and i mm. think they help because i sometimes if i change some of my uh, foot landings the sound that comes out of my shoes it changes and reduces so mm. that makes me think that maybe i'm running in a better posture but um what do you mean by cheating define cheating uh i don't think we we would have a very definitive definition of cheating here and i think that's what makes the question um interesting interesting to discuss about hmm. i think he's right actually to be i think he's right because you're running away from your thoughts but to get at that level where you're comfortable with your thoughts on a 2 hour long run you need real mental toughness like real stability uh being alone with your thoughts is not easy and he's a person who has practiced that time and again so he's comfortable doing that but you can't expect you yeah, still would just at least i can't do that so <laughs> that's out of the I, question for me i was thinking about this recently so either you put your mind to work or the mind puts you to work and when your mind puts you to work you usually make bad bad decisions hmm give me an example yani i don't know like uh, it they say right uh, an empty mind is a devil's playground or something yeah so, so i think what gani means is that like for example if i do not have that constrained morning routine to do x y and z um i think about random things and um i think about i don't know maybe like just getting over with work or coming back sleeping or i don't know but if i sort of program my mind that way that okay no you have to do this and then you do this and then you do this so it so the constraints are an advantage to you yeah because that those constraints are help me to help me to control my mind and not the other way around mm. because so it is you will power versus whatever you want to do you do thingy does that if it makes sense mm. what is you if not your mind damn bro so existential we can go on another hour i think <laughs> i don't know man i don't think about a lot of stuff i used to in college when i used to have a lot of time but nowadays i just this constant battle between uh, for some people i think for me it's laziness and procrastination and that and that my like sort of mind would default to not doing 
Hmm. If I know that it's something, I mean, there is that difference between me and my mind. I don't know. Just in Hindi, we say, "Na man chanchal hai." That makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. Sorry, ha. Yeah. Ha. I don't know. And at that, we should cut. Okay, that's a wrap, folks. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed the early twenties podcast today. Uh, let us know how you felt. Let us know how you thought about it. If you liked it, tell us. If you did not, uh, call me and tell me. And and yeah, see you next time. <laughs>